For the ones who know that a little late is always too late, and that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, and our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com/keepstock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 70th time. God, it's just, it's not, doesn't have that 69 ring to it. For the 70th time, I am not Joe Flacco. Smoking, not Joe Flacco. I've been sick all week, so that's why I sound like this. Um, anyways, it's better radio voice, I think. So, um, anyways, uh, Colts and Titans played a game that was looking good at halftime, and then was like over by the time the third quarter rolled around. But uh, and then uh, I found—I don't know if you guys saw my IG story, but I found a sports story poll that just infuriated me so doug and i had to talk about it um we ran long so between the the poll and then the um that created a bunch of conversation and anyways we had a really good time on this one and doug's microphone got fixed so um this one we, we felt really good about so i uh, hope you like it after the goat episode 70 of not joe flacco the podcast all right so it is uh your your boy not Joe is a little under the weather. Has been under the weather. He's coming out of it. He's playing hurt today, so I I, I think I I probably sound a little bit more like smoking smoking Joe Flacco as opposed to not Joe Flacco. But um, it's me. I got Doug here. We're gonna go over our picks and talk about tonight's game and and all that other fun shit. But Doug, what uh, how you been, man? How's any what what's the Browns news this week? Dude, you sound fine. You sound like the same not Joe. I've always listened to. Oh, all right. Well, I got, I got, uh, I got my wife upstairs going like, you sound funny. Yeah, no, you do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get well, buddy. Um, when I'm thinking of the Brown, I'm well, playing walking, hurt, man. Playing through it, man. That's yeah. what it takes to be. That's what it takes to be successful. Um, but to answer your question, I'm doing okay. Um, the Browns are still doing okay, even though the Colts just beat the Titans. So now there's another six and three team that we're competing with for those spots. Fuck the Titans. Just win that game. Make some separation between you and the other teams. Help the Browns out. Why don't you? Yeah, that's a, that, I think that's about where I'm at with like the Seahawks. Now I kind of want the Seahawks at this point to just win out because if they win out, they're going to beat the shit out of the Rams and the Cardinals. And that will just crack the, I mean, at this point, the Niners, the only way the Niners are getting into the playoffs is to like climb through the shower window. That's like two sizes too small, but you know, we need, we need some help. And I think at this point it's like rooting for the Seahawks to run away with the division, but doing that, I take it back rooting for some team to run away with the division, but like, Having it be the Cardinals at this point, I think, would be the the key for me because then Kyler wins the MVP and not Russell Wilson. And then, well, I but even though I think Russell Wilson absolutely deserves the MVP, I repeat, I think Russell Wilson absolutely deserves the MVP this year. Just throwing that out there. Okay, okay, still early, still early. <clears throat> yeah, he got the halfway there award. Yeah, but and I, I mean, could, uh... listen, I, I don't think me predicting him to win the MVP had anything to do with the four turnover game he had, but, you know, that's why I'm sticking with Russ, yeah. MVP. Week by week. And and honestly, like, things can turn pretty quick. Like, after one week after us putting out our halfway, you know, their awards, I'm already, like, changing mine to Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, on the MVP? Yeah. He's so good. 25 touchdowns, one interception, and he's not even trying. He looks bored. And, like, Russell Wilson him. is, like, playing his heart out, like, giving everything that he has. And Mahomes just like, yep. 
they sent Mahomes. They sent Mahomes in motion the other day. He caught the snap while he was moving. That was a sick play. Where and it then, looked like a quarterback run, and then he just whipped a little touchdown pass in the back of the end zone. Yeah, and then pulls the does a one eighty, and rolls back out to it like sprints left, catches the snap, ter- pivots, sprints right, and then like kind of throws against his body a little bit to the guy who's wide open in the end zone. So fun, man. Yeah. yeah. Great play call. Clemson actually ran something kind of similar. They, it looked like a quarterback, you know, you know, quarterback run to the right. And then all of a sudden the running back just sprints downfield and whips it to him real quick. Like one of those, it looked like a run option play, but it was definitely a fake run, throw it all the way type of play. It was cool looking. Glad we stopped it. Notre Dame's better. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I like it. All right. So I just, you know, sometimes lightning strikes, Doug, and, and uh, you get a game that, I don't know, it's like, it, it was like, the game was kind of like mayonnaise on white bread, like there was just kind of nothing, like, neither of those teams kind of speak to me, really. I mean, it's like Philip Rivers and Ryan Tannehill, there's nothing to get excited about there. I guess D-Buck and nothing to get excited about there, and so... I like I didn't really have like, you know, there wasn't like a rant or anything that I that I thought we'd be able to get into this morning and then I literally just clicked on another account's story polls. Uh-oh. And I I want to walk you through a couple of these and I just want to get your take on these and we can just we'll discuss. I'll just we'll just open open up the floor. Let's spitball. Right. So, um okay, uh in a battle of two uh, it's it's a player versus player comparison thing, and there's four or five of these. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, two mobile quarterbacks, one right-handed, one left-handed. Uh, Russell Wilson or Steve Young, who's better? Um, Steve Young. Russell right. Wilson still got some, you know, he's still got some years left to catch up. But I would say Steve Young. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, Steve Young, back-to-back MVP awards won a Super Bowl on his own without, you know, kind of like a crazy good defense. and Left-handed. Uh, um, left-handed. So twice the difficulty because, you know, the, the receivers have to learn to catch the ball different. Um, the greatest running quarterback of all time. Um, but sure, 69% of people think Russell Wilson's better. I hate children. Yeah, they just don't know, you know. I'd like, I like – I fucking hate children. Like, I, this this – <laughs> oh, there's the cough. I'm gonna play through it. I got this. You got it. Okay. And and just to just to this, like, not everybody has a friend from Canton, Ohio Football Hall of Fame. Not Joe. So there's a lot of people out there that don't know football. And that's that's what I've come to see on my travels. That's what outside we're here for. of my my hometown of Canton, Ohio Football Hall of Fame. That's what we're here for. We're here to ed- educate these kids. Yeah, but yeah, real stupid. Look up Steve Young, you idiots. Uh, okay, here's one, that, here's one that is, is always at the top, and I kind of got into this in my DMs with some other people before. It was a different quarterback. It was a different pairing, but one similarity here. Michael Vick or Lamar Jackson? Ooh. Um, that one's close, but you know, again, left-handed. <laughs> you Michael <laughs> Michael Vick. You okay? Um, I mean, hold on. You you can't pick Vick. You can't. Over a season and a half of Lamar Jackson, yeah, I can. Like, what if Lamar breaks his leg tomorrow? Never is never the same. Like, I, think I don't Lamar like already these, like. Lam- hey, let's pick some guy that has a career that's already over versus one guy that's played a season after. Stupid comparisons. Okay, but let's let's I mean, let's let's take what, out the let's take out the the career, so, right? You don't you're not buying tw- ten years of Vic plus the prison sentence and all this other stuff versus like two years of Lamar. Just who's better? And I don't. I mean, Vic's best season was the Andy Reid season with the Eagles, and it doesn't even come close to Lamar's second season in the league. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure, Lamar. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, I it's mean, like, I this is a tough one for you because I mean, and there's another Raven that comes up here in a little bit, but like, um, Vic, Vic was a fucking, and this I'll just this isn't me. I'm not even gonna. I'm, I'm not necessarily addressing you with this because you were around. But yeah. Vic yeah. was a sideshow. He was a fucking circus freak, right? He couldn't mm-hmm. he, like one, two seasons over sixty percent as a passer. Um, like multiple, they had one season under fifty percent as a passer. Like I shit on Josh Allen all the time, but like that was Vic. Like he was a terrible quarterback who was good for the culture and an exceptional Madden athlete, but like was not a good quarterback. And I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I think they're very close. Okay. Uh, So, okay. So 72, 28, it's Vic over Lamar in this poll. That that in and of itself is that 72% said Vic is better. That, that to me is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Lamar's got a lot more to prove. I mean, I know he won the MVP, but I think people were ready for him this year, and uh, he's not producing as well. People are ready for Greg Roman. Like, people, like the whole, you know, like teams figured out Kaepernick thing, because this is the second yeah. time that Greg Roman's been through this. Yeah. Like, there's a, there, there, there seems to be a uh, recurring theme in – teams figuring out quote-unquote running quarterbacks no they're figuring out greg roman like do you think if if uh kyle uh, kyle shanahan's been running the same offense since his dad was running it nobody's figured out fucking kyle shanahan anyway yeah uh next one so this one's closer but it's mahomes versus montana joe montana uh uh I believe Joseph. Yeah. Joseph Montana of Notre Dame, uh, a, a golden domer. Yeah. I'll go Joe Montana again. Yeah. Uh, it's hard for me to, uh, I don't know. It's what all this, like it's, it reminds me of LeBron versus Michael. LeBron's still playing. If LeBron wins like the next, he could win three or four more championships and have more than Michael Jordan and totally destroy him statistically in every category. Um, but right now, I'd say Jordan's the best because his career's over. I know what it is. Right, and I would, um, and and with, and with I the know Holmes thing. I think even jo- even Joe would be like, you know, Joe Montana would have let that lady kidnap his grandchildren to fucking have Mahomes' arm. Um, right, like that wasn't again, you know, and and this is something I think you might have even said before the season started is. Mahomes has only won one. What if he doesn't win another one? What if he's Aaron Rodgers? You can't really be compared to someone I think is the greatest quarterback ever if you don't win more than one. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like <coughs> Montana's multiple MVPs, multiple, you know, four Super Bowls, and, you know, probably the greatest clutch quarterback of all time. And, you know, Mahomes is just getting started. But, like, I'm – yeah. 59 to 41 it's Mahomes. And and I'm more okay. I'm honestly more okay with this one than I am the fucking Russell Wilson over Steve Young one. I'm I'm like more okay yeah. with this one just because the 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 two quarterbacks are way different and like Mahomes and Montana are completely different quarterbacks whereas like Young and Wilson are very similar. Yeah. But but Young was the best quarterback in the league for like 5 years. And Wilson's never been the best quarterback in the league to the point he's never even gotten an MVP vote. Yeah. So, um, this one's interesting. And I kind of covered this, but Marino or Breeze? Ooh. Uh, I mean, I feel like just off the top of my head, Dan Marino and Aaron Rodgers have always looked like the best quarterbacks throwing the ball most natural throwers so i've always thought very highly of marino but he never got that chip and your boy drew Brees. Brees, (laughs) i mean marino's got marino's got the the mvp and not the championship breeze has the um the mv the uh, championship and not the mvp 
Yeah, I, I mean, for me, I, I would probably say Marino just because I think he's the more talented thrower. I, I, would, I would agree with you, and here's why. Marino's records, right? Marino retired in, what, the mid-'90s? Yeah. Like, or at least, you know, that was – basically the end of his career was called the mid-'90s. Yeah. His record stood for 15, 20 years until um, Favre took down a couple of them. And then since Favre took them down, now you've had like, you know, Peyton and, and Breeze and Brady just kind of all in succession, right? Yeah. And I think for, for Marino's records to have stood for as long as they did just shows just how far apart he was stats-wise from the rest of his peers. Exactly. And, and you know, it's like – like it, it – it has taken the greatest offensive era of football for his records to fall. And he was doing this back in the eighties when you were allowed to fuck when, when quarterbacks were regularly retiring due to injury, like concussions, Steve Young, Troy Aikman, you know, broken shoulders, Joe Montana, like, um, you know, quarterbacks were regularly retiring due to injury. And now you've got, you know, Brady, you know, breeze playing into their mid forties. They're older than fucking I am. Dude, Marino, I remember him taking hits. Like, I remember him getting rocked and, like, standing up his eye, like, nothing behind his eyes, just staring off into nowhere, all red-faced, like he'd been out all night drinking. Like, just taking – like, I can – like, I close my eyes and I see his concussed face. Right, right. <laughs> so, he played, like – yeah, so his stats during the era he played in compared to today's game where they throw more and the quarterbacks are more protected now than ever. Yeah. Dan Marino, for sure. All right, next one. Alvin, <laughs> Alvin Kamara, Sean Alexander. Ooh, man. I mean, Alexander was really good those last few years. They ran uh-huh. him into the ground. Yeah, he had so many touches. That's a tough one. I think, I mean, I mean, did Alexander, he wasn't catching that many balls like what Kamara does. He's certainly not 80 balls in a season, but like Sean Alexander, like for the kids out there, Sean Alexander was what's a good comp for him right now from like a fantasy wise? He was like like a Saquon. Mm, that's a good <laughs> question. Sean Alexander. I'm trying yeah, to think of know. like because he was he was a power back, right? But like, but also so like his marquee season. So for you kids out there, a 300 that they, they used to have this thing called the rule of 370. And the rule of 370 was basically like, if you gave a running back 370 touches or handoffs in a season that basically signaled the end of their career. And you can go in, you can look at like, it happened to LT and Sean Alexander and all these guys that they would just be run into the ground. And this is why. And then like, and so this is, Frank Gore, not to always bring Frank Gore into it, but like Frank Gore kind of spans both eras. He was like, this kind of all ended like Sean Alexander's big season, 370 carries, 1,880 yards and 27 touchdowns. Um, It was 2005. Well, that was Frank's rookie season. And that really stopped happening after that. Like Derrick Henry is kind of like the, the the last real workhorse back and like, and catches don't factor in, right? Because you're not taking the same punishment. But yeah, he had, yeah, he only had 15 receptions that year. But he did have a season where he had like 59 receptions. So he wasn't incapable. He just wasn't used that way when he was like really great. Maybe he's, maybe he's closer to like a Zeke Elliott. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 Sean Alexander, he was, uh, he could, he produced, he was good. So but, um, Zeke, speaking of Derrick Henry, when you were saying that and saying 300, did you in the middle of the third quarter, Henry stiff armed a defense, a 310 pound defensive tackle. Did you see that? I did. He stiff armed that guy. He made him look foolish, and that was awesome. One of the um, who's the uh, Steelers guy that's on um, ESPN? The uh, Ryan Clark is that him? Yeah, he was running his mouth like Derrick Henry ain't shit. You got to, you know, I, I, I'd i get in there and I'd take him out and all this other stuff. And I'm sitting there going, bro, 
Like, yeah, bro. It's like, I mean, you're wearing a suit right now, bro. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure that, you know, I'm not sure you were ever built like that, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Clark. He's, he's all right. He's not as bad as Dominic Foxworth. Those guys. Uh, I don't know why I watch ESPN. I've stopped basically. Yeah. I don't even, I don't watch pregame shows anymore. So it's like, I'm spending all my time. Like I think part of it is like, at least for me, it's like, I'm, I've, if I'm going to come up with my own stuff for the page, then I've got to kind of, kind of isolate myself from the rest of that shit. But, um, but it's also fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some awful people in sports talk. So Camara or Alexander, I'm actually not like they've got 70, 30 Camara here. I'm like, I'm not terrible. They're just different running backs. Yeah. I don't like the comparison. I'm not, I'm not too fired up about it. Peyton or Emmett? Walter Peyton or Emmett? Oh, Walter Payton. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Like sweetness by like fucking 20 miles. Not even yeah. like comparison. Um, I don't know. We don't need to spend much time on that. I mean, like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ray Lewis or Lawrence Taylor? Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. By, like, like as good as I think we'd at least both agree that Ray Lewis is a playing linebacker and getting away with murder. Lawrence Taylor is the dominant defensive player in football history. Which brings me to my second point. Don't do drugs. <laughs> or do them. Yeah, he's uh, – I mean, he, he can make a case both ways. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Lawrence Taylor was the most dominant pass rusher that I can even remember. I mean, I know that, I'm sure there's – I know – Strahan somehow has like the single season record for sacks, but sure, whatever. Um, but Lawrence Taylor, I mean, that guy was like a superhero. Yeah, no, I, like, I mean, like we don't even have to say anything. Just ask Belichick. See what Belichick says about Lawrence Taylor. Get back to us. Yeah, right. Please stop the podcast. Go look up Belichick quotes Lawrence Taylor, and then come back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, you've seen these guys play a bunch. Troy Palamalu or Ed Reed? Oh, man. You know, I, we actually saw Palamalu with his kid riding his bike down the boardwalk in San Diego, and I couldn't bring myself to say anything negative to him. <laughs> <laughs> was that, was that... that was when I was living on the beach. Right. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, that's Troy Palomalu. And I wanted to say, like, go Browns, but I was like, hey, that's that's just going to be stupid. <laughs> uh, like, I, I can't back that up. Um, so, Palomalu, um, he was just crazy. I liked his the way he played, all kamikaze. Like, hey, you don't know what position I'm playing. I'm going to jump over the line. I'm going to time the snap. He was cool, but Ed Reed was better. Um, yeah. Ed Reed's the man. He's pretty much the best safety of all time, I would say. I'm trying to think. Of, I mean, Except, I guess Ronnie Lott, maybe Ronnie Lott is, but, you know, he's kind of the best free safety where Ronnie Lott's that strong safety type hard hitter. It's it's those two. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I mean you, it's those two. It's it, your, your secondary is fine with either of those guys back there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm partial to the guy that just decapitated people. Um but, uh, I mean, again, going back to the way Belichick talks about Ed Reed, too, right? He's like, yeah. you know, he talks about that, like, play where he set, he, he set up Peyton Manning eight weeks in advance, right? Yeah. Intentionally played the coverage wrong for eight weeks just so he could pick off Peyton Manning. I mean, that's, like, that's petty. That's what yeah. that is. That's next level. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, Ed Reed, another Browns killer. Yeah, this has been a fucking – anyway, this is – anyway, kids – uh, Russell Wilson is not as good as Steve Young. That's that's really just where I want to leave this. Uh, we started there, and I wanted to circle back real quick that Russell Wilson is not as good as Steve Young. He's great. I'm not hating yeah. on fucking Russell Wilson. Steve Young is a top seven quarterback of all time. Russell Wilson is not there. He's just not. Yeah, yeah he's got a lot more to do to catch up to Steve Young. Yeah. All right. So, uh, all right. 
Any thoughts on Colts Titans? Other than um, Philip, other than Ryan Tannehill looked terrible. Yeah, he played bad. And uh, yeah, the Tennessee defense not great. I don't know. Not, not nothing too deep here. Other than I'm going to be pissed if the Colts make the playoffs and the Browns don't, because the I don't want to see teams the Browns are better than in the playoffs. So that's the take then. Browns are better than the Colts. Yeah, both this weekend. A couple weeks ago when they beat the Colts, yeah. Okay, I'd forgotten about that one. All right. I can live with that. Um, is Derek – so, okay, so let's go back to Derek Henry real quick. The, the announcer said something, and it kind of made me start thinking. But, like, they're like, yeah, he's tackleable when he's around the line of scrimmage. But as soon as he gets ahead of steam or he gets in front of a linebacker or if he gets out to a linebacker, definitely onto a defensive back, it's over, right? Because by that time, he's at full speed. He's made his cut. He's at full speed, and guys are just bouncing off of him. So yeah. is how much – I mean, is Derrick Henry just kind of a product of a really good line? Like, I, I haven't looked up, like, what how good the Titans line is. Well, it's not. They lost their tackle to the Browns this offseason, and then they lost their starting left tackle to an ACL. So they've lost their two tackles, and then I believe I heard someone went down in this game, one of their interior guys. Um, so he's not running behind the same line he was running behind last year. Um, but make no mistake, Derrick Henry is a savage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with that part. I, uh, Absolutely. but yeah, it's like, oh, he's harder to tackle when he's running full speed. No shit, Sherlock. Like, speaking of, here's a throwback for you. I was walking home the other, uh, about last week and I see a guy in a Brandon Jacobs jersey and I was like, hey, truck stick, truck stick. <laughs> and he, he didn't know what that was. I wish he did. The um so the so the first year of truck st- the the truck stick on Madden was also Brandon Jacobs' rookie year, yep. and uh, basically that was the most fun I think I've had playing video games ever. Yeah, yeah, he was in a class all by his own. Yeah, but, and he, yeah. he ended up on he ended up on the Niners at one point and was terrible, and like Harbaugh hated him and he hated Harbaugh or. Maybe it was Tom Sewell or something, but like he was, um, he did not have a, a happy, it was a very short stint with the Niners and, and, uh, there's like bad blood there and everything. It's kind of fucking cool. So, yeah. I mean, he, he had to be the tough guy with his big bruising running back mentality. Took a lot of hits. That's, uh, you can only take so many hits. I don't care how big you are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like your bones are all made the fucking same. Like, you know, it's like, we're all made out of the same shit. So, but Derrick Henry is Brandon Jacobs only faster. It's a little slimmer, but they big. So, would uh, given that the Titans are having so much success with Derrick Henry at running back, and Jadavion Clowney is having no success getting to the quarterback, would it make sense to turn Jadavion Clowney into a running back? Yeah. Yeah, I think you could put him in there fullback. Man, I'll tell you what. Like, in college, when he knocked that Michigan player's helmet off on that tackle, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's – it was all downhill from there. He was never going to – like, you can't, you can't top that. Doug, I was – That was, that was Doug, the best was, tackle of all time. I was going to do a me- – I was going to do a meme today – that was that was basically like, or at least a tweet that was basically like, if that guy's helmet stays on, nobody thinks J- Jadavion Clowney never gets more than fucking six million dollars a year. Like, Probably. it is that play, it is that like video game NFL blitz style play that everybody recalls when they think of Jadavion Clowney, and it has made him a lot of money. It, like, what, it was, what was the meme today that you had about him? Uh, uh, what's the difference between a What's the difference between a PS5 and a sack? Jadavion Clowney probably already has a PS5. Oh, uh, that's yeah, I like that. 
I did the exact same joke on my backup account, but with Lamar Jackson. I said, uh, uh, what's the difference between a PS5 and a playoff win? And as Lamar Jackson probably already has a PS5. <laughs> and um, people really like the, the Davion Clowney one on my page. And uh, they like seem to not like the Lamar Jackson one on the other one. It was kind of like, like it's the same fucking joke. I just like swapped out some names. Like I could do, I could do fifteen of these. Drew Brees and an MVP. Russell Wilson and an MVP. Like, let me add them. Anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. I mean, people are slurping up Lamar. He's on the cover of Madden. He won an MVP out of nowhere. Javon Clowney's pretty much been a bust. I mean, I guess he's been slightly above average, but he was the number one pick, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. What draft was that? Who else came in that draft? I don't know. Now I gotta look this up. <coughs> but I mean, like, I, I, I said earlier in this podcast that while he was still a free agent, that I was like, you know, if you're willing to take fucking nothing, um, you know, I'd be okay with the Niners grabbing him. Um, and maybe, yeah. maybe he, maybe he just needs like. You know, maybe he just needs more help than he's getting. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Browns made an offer. He, I think he was considering it. But who would you rather have, Jadavian Clowney or Khalil Mack? Because Khalil Mack went number five, Clowney went one. Well, I mean, the but Raiders, if you look at the, I mean, the next couple guys drafted after Clowney aren't that great though. Greg Robinson, bust. Blake Bortles. Not very good. Sammy Watkins certainly hasn't lived up to the hype. Um, yeah, Khalil Matt. I mean, the guy, the top ten there is, is Anthony Barr is great. Mike Evans is great. You wouldn't know it from this fucking season, but Khalil Mack's amazing. And Clowney, I mean, you know, God, if he's and shit, Beckham's there at twelve. Aaron Donald, Donald at 13. thirteen. I mean, he's the number one overall pick if they're redoing this. Yeah. Unless there's a quarter, it's certainly not Johnny Manziel. He's not fucking, you know. Um, you you watch your mouth when you talk about Johnny Manziel. <laughs> so I mean, like Derek Carr would probably move up into the first round. Like who else is in here? Zach Martin. Devonte Adams is in the second round. Allen Robinson, dude, that's a crazy second round. <laughs> Devonte Adams, Allen Robinson, Jarvis Landry, all in the second round. That's wild. Yeah. Demarcus Lawrence, yeah, there's some good players here in this draft. Um, but yeah, Jadavian, way to take advantage of a situation. Yeah. But anyway, I hope he's enjoying his PlayStation Five. Right. So, um, picks, huh? Who'd you have tonight? Uh, I had the Titans. I as did I. I missed tonight. Yeah. Um. Texans and Browns. I I I I picked the Browns along with sixty one percent of people with Same the points. Here. I'm imagining we we're not gonna spend too much time guessing who you picked. Yeah, Nick Chubb's returning. Uh David Johnson's probably out with a concussion for the Texans. Our offensive line's back intact. Um shitty weather though, so that could be an equalizer as it was in the Raiders game, unfortunately. But I think the Browns will win this one. God, if you've got Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, aren't you should be weatherproof, right? Yeah, you would think. All right. Um, uh, the football team. Hey, I got it right this time. The football right. team at uh, the Lions. The Lions are favored by four and a half points. I've got the Lions. Yeah. Yeah, I picked the Lions as well. I don't see this one going sideways like Kyle Allen's at ankle. Uh, you see that he had a Dak Prescott break. Yeah, yeah, he he took an L there. Yeah. Um, the uh, the I guess the wild card here is like you know Alex Smith threw for like three hundred yards or some shit in the last game. Did like, he? Something like that, man. He had like a good game. Nice. <coughs> um, so is he starting? Are they done with yeah. the? What's, yeah. what's his name? I can't even remember his name. That's how far gone he is. Dwayne Haskins? Dwayne. But what about Dwayne? <laughs> Fuck Dwayne. <laughs> he don't belong speaking mine or Timbaland's name. Um, 
That's off the third Eminem CD, if anybody's. Um, let's see. Back here. in my day. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, Lions, yeah, I got Lions. I think they can win by four and a half. Yeah, dude. I mean, he was 24 of 32 for 325, a touchdown. He did throw three interceptions. Okay. But 24 of 32 for 325 on like yeah. one leg. Legs still intact? Uh, they're trotting and they're rolling them out there again. All right, then that's a win. So, the the if if Alex Smith plays the rest of the season and throws for three hundred yards a game, the Jason Verrett comeback player of the year uh, bandwagon is going to be fucking. It's just going to be me driving it, yeah. and I'm not even sure that I'm not going to jump off that and just let it drive into drive yeah. into the Joe Nash does ravine. Anything good? The Jason Verrett wagon is no longer a wagon. It's just kind of one of like a single horse. Yeah, it's like I'd like I'd like tie it to the Alex Smith wagon as I like climb on board. Exactly. Yeah, let it let it fall off into Shonash Ravine. Um what do you think of a big spread? 13 and a half points. Yeah, I'm looking like Jaguars at Packers, Packers favored by 13 and a half. 71% of people are taking the Packers with those points. Yeah, I mean the 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 Jaguars had a bad run there where they lost by like 20, let's see, was that 18 to the Lions? They lost by 16 to the Texans. They lost by 10 to the Chargers. They lost by two to the Texans. You know, I'm taking, I'm, I'm going with the Packers. Like with all those points, <laughs> even with the points, I'm taking the Packers. There's uh, um, I like the, the Jaguars have been losing to teams way worse than the Packers. Like, yeah. Texans, Chargers, Lions, Texans again, Bengals. They got toasted by the Dolphins. And if, if we think the Dolphins are a good team, right? They got trounced 31 to 13. So if we think that's going to, you know, that same kind of thing's going to hold up, maybe, maybe Jake Luton doesn't uh, hit DJ Chark for an opening play 73 yard touchdown. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that the Packers should, should win by 17. Yeah, I did. I took the Packers too. Jaguars are just awful. That would just, it would just feel like in, in a thing like this, right? It's like, it just feels getting too cute to like, I wouldn't put money on this game, but like, I, you know, money line for sure. But I just can't imagine being like, oh, yeah, I'm super comfortable with 14 points here. Speaking of money, I'm glad. Uh, I hope Joe Schobert is happy with the extra money he got from Jacksonville going from a terrible team to an even worse team somehow. Sir, I sat next to you uh, for Joe Show, one of Joe Schobert's worst performances, I think, of his career. Um, we watched that game live in San Francisco. Um, I don't think you're sad to see him be gone. No, no, I was never uh, – everybody, you know, I got obviously a couple of Browns buddies that I always talk football with, and they like Schobert. It's like, oh, he makes a lot of tackles. Yeah, 15 yards downfield when the guy's already run by him. The guy is just, I don't know, not very, not very good. Um, all right. Well, that's enough time on the Jacksonville Jaguars middle linebacker. <laughs> yep. Uh, <clears throat> is this Speaking a of for, another, yeah, another unworthy time. Battle for first place. Eagles, Giants in New York. Um, Eagles are three and a half point favorite. I'm taking the Eagles. Taking the Giants and the points at home. Your home home dogs. I'm system. doing that home thing again. Dan, Daniel Jones, if he doesn't turn the ball over this week, will be only the it will be the first time in his career that he doesn't have back to back games. It'll be the first time in his career he has back to back games without a turnover. And I'm I'm riding with Danny Dimes. Not Danny donations. Danny Dimes. That's who we're rooting yeah. for here. I'm just going with the better team. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Eagles. <coughs> I mean, in my heart, I want the Eagles to lose because we're going to talk to – I want the Eagles to win because we're going to talk to Trevor later that night, and I imagine that, you know, losing to the Eagles is going to, you know, kind of like be a hair across his ass. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Panthers hosting the Bucks. Panthers uh, getting five and a half points. I've, who do you have? I, I did the Panthers. Same. 
I'm fucking sick of them covering the spread and then not picking <laughs> them. <laughs> like seriously, that's like I mean it's gotta be like I mean what are we eight game what they've played nine games. I feel like I've picked against them every time and they've covered more than they haven't, so so Panthers and the Bucks, you know, what the hell happened last week, so yeah, I mean their losses this this year are two points, eight points, three points, seven, a win, a seven point win, ten point win, five point win, and then uh, well they got blown out by the Bucks the first time, and then a four. Like they play close games, and uh, and they're capable of winning. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's see what else here. What else we got? The seven and two Buffalo Bills head west to play the Arizona Cardinals, who are a one and a half point favorite. Sixty-six percent of these pickums are picking the Bills. So I've learned from listening to people talk about betting that home teams usually get three points. So when the home team has uh, less than a three point, is favored by less than three points, there's there. Vegas is saying that the Bills are the better team. I'm not so sure. Taking the Cardinals? I'm still taking the Bills. Me too. I I really think this will go sideways. This will be the game that goes sideways on me. Like, uh, listen, I'm 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 only making like 60% of these fucking right anyway, so it's like I'm going to have multiple ones that go wrong. But uh, this one's going to be interesting, man. This is going to be a good game. I'm, like, really looking forward to this game. Is Kyler Murray, is he going to do – is he going to be the first quarterback ever to throw for 4,000 and run for 1,000? I highly fucking doubt it. But, you know, it's fucking 2020, man. Anything's possible. Yeah, man. Like, that would, that just, would, be, that would be obscene. Yeah. Did you see – have you seen all the Twitter back and forth? Uh, people talking about who's better, Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray? I saw something. Somebody posted. I think I saw, I saw it somewhere that somebody was like, "One NFC scout says blah 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 blah." Um, and I'm I'm not. I I see a lot of Ravens get Lamar Jackson's back. The I don't uh, see it the other way. Uh, okay, so I obviously similarly talented on the, you know, with their feet, right? On, with the ball in their hands and running. Yes. Um, the gap, though, in talent of who they're throwing to couldn't be bigger. And the play calling, I think, if you're going to give an edge to the skill position players, the Cardinals have the skill position talent at the wide receiver and spots. Yep. And I think they've got the play calling edge. And Lamar just lost his best pass blocking tackle in the league, Ronnie Stanley. Oh, shit, that too. He went to Notre Dame. <clears throat> funny you should mention that. Yeah. It's funny you say that. Yeah, the pass, the best pass blocking tackle went to Notre Dame. Um, anywho, but yeah. That, every every, every time – I. All of our questions earlier about comparing people just kind of got that back up to mind. But uh, who who would you take today if you're starting a franchise? Are you taking Kyler Murray over Lamar? Or taking Lamar? Like if my team is blank, just nobody, I'm taking Lamar. Okay, I think I would too at this point right now. But uh, I fully reserve the right to change my mind at the end of the season. I mean, it's like, honestly, dude, I, I, like, the gap, again, man, like, Lamar just, he doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins. He doesn't have, like, who, what wide receiver on the Ravens would even crack the, would even beat out Christian Kirk on the Cardinals? Um, maybe Hollywood Brown, maybe Marquise Brown's pretty good. Um, I, I've actually, uh, seen him share some frustration with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Uh, he was Marquise like, Brown. you got some dogs out here, man. You got to fucking use them or, you know, why have soldiers if you're not going to go to war or some shit, but 
Yeah, so I don't know. If, but, yeah, for, I mean, obviously Larry Fitzgerald's top five receiver all time, but he's at the end of his career. Um, it's, a, it's a topic for another day. Sure. Mark Andrews, I, they, they have the better tight end, right? They do have the better tight end. Well, and not. the better running game. Yeah. Right, you know, they got the better running backs, got the better tight end, but, like, DeAndre Hopkins helps. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, that's – I think between DeAndre Hopkins and, and Cliff Kingsbury, that's a huge edge that Kyler Murray has that Lamar Jackson doesn't. And I think uh, – I think Lamar's probably being – Lamar's ceiling is being lowered by the lack of wide receiver talent and the poor play calling. Yeah. So. All right. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So, yeah, Bills over Cardinals. We're both taking Bills. Uh, next game, Broncos at Raiders. The Raiders are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm taking the Broncos. I don't know why. I like the Broncos right now. I just – I like Fangio. And I think – I think they've got a good defense. I mean, they just gave up t- – 34 to the Falcons. It's not great. And 31 to the Chargers and 43 to the Chiefs. God, I did something. I, I think I made a mistake. Um, I'm going to go with the Broncos and just and just take a shot here. So yeah, 76% I mean, of people think I'm an idiot, but I'm going to go with the Broncos. The Raiders, they out-tough the Browns, and that's been in my head for two weeks. So I'm taking the Raiders. All right. Um, God, I think uh, – the team I'm most proud of kind of being right about and the probably the most fun team in the NFL right now playing each other, Chargers and Dolphins. Dolphins. Chargers at Dolphins. Dolphins, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Who are you picking? I'm taking fucking Dolphins, dude. Yep, me they're too. Only two, don't you think that point spread should be bigger? Dude, they're murdering people. I mean, they just beat a very good Cardinals team on the road. Um, they're three and one against the NFC West, uh, including a blowout of the Niners. They played yeah. the Seahawks very tough. Um, they're blowing out bad teams, and when they lose, it's close. Like, I'm, um, yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins, dude. Yeah, Dolph- the Dolphins choice. are gonna win a playoff game. I'm just gonna say it right now. The Dolphins are winning a playoff game. Okay. I don't know who against, but the Dolphins are winning a playoff game. I think Brian Flores is – I think if you give him – if uh, I think he can scheme that team to to one playoff win. Like, I don't think the talent's there to go on a run, right, with playing a bunch of good teams, but I think they're good enough to be one playoff team. Well, he's got to scheme them up to the six – at least the six seed because I don't think they're going to beat the Steelers or Chiefs. So, he's got to get to – you don't think the they six. can beat the Steelers? Um, in the playoffs, no. I mean, the Steelers just snuck by the fucking Cowboys. Yeah, but we're also talking about one of the most successful postseason teams in the history of the NFL versus the youngest team in the NFL right now, right? Sure. So, playoffs, it's a different, different, you know, different game. Tell me more about the playoffs, Browns fan. Tell me more. I want to hear, hear your theories on the playoffs. Listen, <laughs> I can't say this enough. Hall of Fame city, Canton, Ohio, born and raised. Plus, yeah. Browns never make the playoffs, so I have all this free time to watch all these other teams in the playoffs. Um, well, listen, I, I would counter You with... think I like sitting here saying the Steelers are good? You think I like doing this? Uh, listen, I, I'm going <laughs> to counter I'm gonna counter with the 49ers had not won a single Super Bowl until I was born. I'm just, just putting that out there. I'm born in November of 81. Boom. Super Bowl. Right off so the bat. bat. Um, all right. Uh, speaking – oh, shit. Uh, we got Bengals at our – at the Steelers. Steelers are getting seven and a half – giving seven and a half. I have to take the Steelers here, right? I'm taking the Bengals to cover that point, those points. All right. I mean, ben, basically, you're, just, you're banking on Joe Burrow just throwing a last-minute touchdown to close the gap. Yep, four-point win for the Steelers. All right. Um, Seahawks at Rams. 
Rams are favored by one and a half, but they're at home. I took the Seahawks. Yeah, same. I kind of and like I I I need like I said earlier I kind of need some like I either need the Cardinals or the Seahawks to start separating. It's not going to be the Rams. The Rams aren't good enough, but I kind of need the Seahawks or the Rams to start separating. Yeah. Uh, I did take the points with the Niners, though. You did? Yeah. Yeah. On I the did. road against the Saints. Saints coming off their most impress impressive game of the year. I think it's a uh, it's definitely an opportunity for the Saints to overlook um, a a team that can still score. You know, they can still put up thirty points. The Niners, you know, it's like even even you know Kyle Shanahan can can get them to twenty four thirty points. Like I think the Saints might have to still might have to score thirty five to win this game. So I could be wrong, but I think you know a 35-30 49ers loss would would be would get me the the tick mark here. All right, I took the Saints, and I'm fine with that. Like we're we're borderline terrible at this point. Yeah, that. Uh, I mean, I think the Saints got a better defense than the Packers. So who knows? Yeah, but you know, Nick Mullins has that extra week to start, man, and you just you know, fuck me. <laughs> um, Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens over the Patriots. I'm taking the points there. I'm you know I'm giving the points to the Patriots. I don't think that game's going to be close. Yeah, Patriots are so weird. Like, they had that super close game with Seattle, and what was the other good team that they barely lost to? There's been, like, they had two games, right, where they barely lost. Dude, they the, could easily be five and three, the Patriots. The Patriots, the like, only lost by three to the Bills. They were of cam fumble away from probably winning that game, at least going to overtime. Yeah, so, I mean, if, you know. A week ago, I was saying the Patriots are really bad, but now if you're looking at everything, maybe they're not that bad. I don't know. I mean, they needed a comeback took, to beat the Jets. Yeah. I mean, I took the Ravens, too, but I don't feel good about it. I did the meme this week on, like, you know, who's got the better wide receivers, the Jets or the Patriots, and it's, like, clearly the Jets. Oh, man. Like, clearly. I don't know if you saw it, but, like, it's, you know, you got – uh, Brashad Perryman, Denzel Mims, Jamison Crowder versus yep. like Jacoby Myers, Enkeel Harry, and Demir Bird. Like, that's a walk yeah. for the Jets. Like, I mean, it's like that's how bad the skill position players are for the Patriots. Yeah, man, to be to be that cocky as Belichick is to not like go get some playmakers and just let uh, yeah well, i mean Whatever. that's i mean that's i think i think is you know that 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 very revealing quote he had where he was like dude we own, we had a million dollars to give cam and that was it he's like i think i think belichick knew fucking very well that like he wasn't gonna you know it's like he wasn't gonna get much out of this team it was gonna have to break right and then with all the fucking defections for covid and everything like um yeah so I think this is a, they they might like they might let's see let's look at the Patriots schedule how many more games are they going to win they they'll beat the Texans I expect then they go Cardinals Chargers Rams that's that's three tough games for them then Dolphins Bills Jets like they might only get to six and ten yeah so. Um, and then Kirk Cousins visiting a team with a winning record on Monday night. And 62% of people don't understand that Kirk Cousins does not win on Monday night. <laughs> it just doesn't fucking happen. You're getting, you're getting points against Kirk Cousins, who's playing a winning team on Monday night. Two and a half, not three, though, right? Yeah, but like, so they're calling that they're saying the teams are evenly talented. Like, there's like a wash in terms of talent. But like, I get to bet against Kirk Cousins and I get points just in case I, you know, it's close. Give it to me. So the Bears were five and one, and now they've lost three in a row. Yeah. They're five and four. 24 10 loss to the Rams, 26 23 loss to the Saints, 24 17. So these are 
three playoff games. teams. Those are three yeah. playoff teams. Close, close games against playoff teams. Yeah. Who? Oh man, this is a tough one. I, it was not a tough one for me. For you, I don't know if I, I don't know if I've I have have I have I have I shown my cards here? Does is have I made it obvious? I'm I'm going with the Bears. I I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to show my hand. Yeah, I suppose I'm going with the Bears too. All right. Um. Well, that's that's the week. What's the fuck? Are we in week ten? This is week nine, right? No, this is week, week 10, ten, dude. Oh yeah, week ten. Yep. This has been fun, right? Um, Flying by. And uh, all right. Any final thoughts on week ten? Um. Hopefully the Browns win and the Dolphins and Raiders lose. Um, fall three win, then we're going to have like six teams in the AFC that are all six and three, um, which is going to be hard for the Browns to make the playoffs, I feel like. But I'm glad we're still in it. If we can make the playoffs or at least at least have a winning record this year, that's a step in the right direction. And uh, I can tell you right now that if the Niners – are beating the saints for any period of time on Sunday, I will set a fucking world record for how many memes I'm putting out there. Like Drew Brees walks out and throws a couple picks in the first quarter. Oh, it's over. It's over. Say goodbye to the wife and kids. I'm just going (laughs) to lock. I'm just, I'm just, I'm locking them in the house. I'm going to sit on the patio and I'm just going to fire off Drew Brees memes every 75 seconds. So what is the, what is the most memes you've done in a day? Do you know? God, I've like, uh, I did like Sundays are always like 16 is probably the one that comes to mind. I did that a couple weeks ago. 16 in one day. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Now like the, the, uh, Aaron Hernandez, uh, suicide was probably my most memes on one topic in one day. It's up there with the Earl Thomas, foursome thing which is a close second um so in terms of like a topic it's aaron hernandez and then the earl thomas thing in terms of like you know it's like it's probably fairly recent like i might have done i don't know it's call it 15 to 20 but like 16 is the most i think i've done this week this this season so far whammy but i can i can probably do 12 just on breeze if the fucking niners beat the saints and you're usually just ripping them off the top of your head in the moment, right? Or are you saving them up and No, no, it's go? like if I think of them they're out. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, I don't like it's like I don't I'm not so fucking precious about it that like uh you know, I'm waiting for the right time or anything. Like it's like yeah. something something stupid happens. I'm just fucking I'm just pumping it out there and I don't know the ones that are going to do well and the ones that aren't. Like I have no idea. I was pretty, I was like the Trevor Lawrence doctor meme. It's like any, any joke that I think that I've written that is like a clever joke or a good joke. Um, I always worry that it's like too complicated because sometimes the jokes that I write, like uh, they just like, they fall flat and like they're, they're the thinking man's meme. Right. Um, or it's or it's just or it's a bad joke, but I'm just fucking so wrapped up in how clever I think I am that like I'm like ha ha ha, uh, <laughs> you know, look at how fucking dope this is gonna be, and then then I fall on my face and like, you know, four other pages are just like posting fucking trash can memes, and I'm like, should have done that. Yeah. Anyway, keep up the good work, my friend. Well, hey, um, had fun tonight as always, and we're getting a bunch of dope feedback in the dm so thanks for uh thanks for hanging out thanks for talking football man always all right brother we'll see you sunday sweet later if you've made it this far i appreciate it i hope you liked what i had to say if you didn't like it i hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough and the ones who know we're tougher together. 
For the Pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.